The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. That caught me off guard, Wolfie. Barely had a time to barely had a time to to, to, to hold a thought in my head. That was a quick woof. I'm actually a little bit concerned that you woofed before the the world loaded in there. But uh, yeah, welcome back to Farlands or Bust, everybody. Uh, that's a creeper. Quickly, quickly now. Let's secure the hidey hole. Let's grab Wolfie. Here he comes. Here he comes. Gotta go, gotta go west here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 in episode 632 for your Saturday, December 17th. Oh my goodness, uh, 2016. <laughs> Let's go this way a little bit, shall we? Gentlemen, gentlemen, pardon me, just, just walking by, passing through. Don't mind me, you as well, gotta go. <laughs> We're... This is this has become a game of uh, uh, Minesweeper, My, Minecraft Sweeper, Creeper Sweeper. <laughs> gotta gotta avoid all the little points at which we could interact with a, an explosive device. But yeah, we are continuing on here in Far Lands or Bust. Like I said, episode six thirty-two, Minecraft Beta one point seven point three. That's right. That's why I don't have a hunger bar. That's why I can't block with my sword or even hold a shield or or anything like that. Because we're playing this this old old version of Minecraft where the far lands still exist and we still attempt to reach them. And we're also still attempting to reach our child's play charity fundraiser goal at farlandsorbus.com. of the way to that goal, that $60,000 goal here for Season 6. Of course, you're helping get toys, books, games, and kids in hospitals around the world. We've been supporting Child's Play Charity for over five years. Raised over $375,000 total across those five years. That is amazing for a little little one-man operation here. And this long, long journey to the Far Lands. I appreciate all your support for that and the continued support for the current fundraiser. Much appreciated, my friends. Much appreciated indeed. Oh, Wolfie, where did you... Oh, <laughs> you're right there. All right, I guess we'll see you on the other uh, shoreline here. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's having a good week. Not too shabby here. I know there's there's a polar vortex that has returned. A lot of people getting their their winter wonderlands in early here. Of course, living in Phoenix, it's 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, we we actually got a little bit of rain. We got some rain, which I think is is uh, part and uh, parcel to that polar vortex. The the uh, what is it called? The the jet stream dipping down. Has has dipped us a little bit with some rain, some not not too often rain here, but I can deal. I can deal. <laughs> I can deal with that. Actually, went 
I, I took myself out on a date yesterday. <laughs> uh, went out to eat. I was intending to go get a burger. I've been on a tear for a burger for a while now. But instead I went to a new restaurant. And uh, it was good. It's a very good restaurant. Sat at the bar. Which is always awkward. I never know. Whenever I, I go to a restaurant on my own, I'm, I'm always conflicted about, like, requesting a table versus just sitting at the bar. Sometimes I like to actually, like, sit down and eat my meal, <laughs> you know? Um, but then other times I feel weird uh, just taking up an entire table by myself. So I sat at the bar, ordered a drink. That was the first time I've had a drink in a very long time. Uh, and uh, ordered food. Not a burger. A little bit more, uh, I guess, obscure for a Kurt J. Mac uh, selection of food. But trying new things, trying new things. It's not entirely agreeing with me right now. It was a, a, a curry-based dish, and uh, it was spicy. I asked the guy if it was, like, really hot and spicy, because, like, sometimes that's just not what I like to eat. <laughs> Specifically in, like, curry dishes or, or noodle dishes, where it's like, that's all the flavor that you get. Well, that's cheap. Well, that's that's the entire flavor that you get. Like I understand and can appreciate spiciness in foods if it's just randomly placed throughout. Like you occasionally get a hot pepper or a hot bite of, of whatever. Uh, but when it's like a the sauce, the main sauce, or a curry dish or something, when it's just like the continual every single bite you eat is an equal amount of spiciness and heat and and, and pain, that that gets a little bit hard to endure after a while. I asked him, he said it was a medium, medium spiciness. So I'm like, I'll try it reluctantly. Uh, it was a spicy spiciness. Not the worst I've had, but it was one of those things that after a while it's like, whew, started to get to me. Started to get to me. Of course it was gluten-free. It was the gluten-free noodle variety that they offered. And, uh, yeah, started to get, it was good, it was good, and I enjoyed the meal. But, uh, kind of feeling it today. <laughs> Stomach's like, what is it? What are you doing here? This is not normal. This is not normal at all. So, trying to, trying to get my bearings in. But yeah, I, I don't know. I always feel very awkward sitting at the bar by myself. Kind of struck up a conversation with the, uh, the bartender where he was talking about he bartends, but then also does, like, design work, uh, like murals and paintings and stuff, and... He asked what I do, and that's always awkward to try to explain. Well, I play video games on YouTube for a living. So he was, like, trying to ask me for, like, advice on, like, oh, how do you get, like, followers and stuff? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's accidental, really. It's just uh, put stuff up there and uh, hope people find you, I guess, and, and interact in the communities, whatever. Uh, but I kind of suggested, well, like, for your stuff, like, Physical, physical art, uh, real-life art, art in the real realm, murals and graffiti, I guess he does, and woodworking. Uh, like, you know, posting that stuff on, on Instagram or something where it's easy to, to like and share and whatever. I'd assume that would be my advice, but I generally... I'm, I'm honestly just stumbling my way through this experience, to be completely honest with you. But yeah, that's always... I don't know. I always feel I have a hard time making casual conversation. And that's a thing I've read. That's a thing I've read uh, in general about people who might, might not be as extroverted as others are, is, is that 
it's not so much conversation that is difficult, it's the small talk that's difficult. Um, that's, that's, that's hard to, to get a read on the other person's interests or emotions or interests in what you're talking about. And difficult to proceed with that. Of course, then again, I don't want to get into deep philosophical questions or uh, topics with, with a bartender or a, a waiter. Whoa, Wolfie, that was quite a fall, whatever just happened there. Let's get you some... Let's get you some Wolfie treats. So yeah, I don't know if anybody else has in, uh, experience with that. I'm getting slightly better. I'm sort of... Like, this was a case where I'm like, well, I could go to a place that I know... Uh, and, and sit down in a, you know, be in a place that I was comfortable. Or I could try this new restaurant, this new place, get a little bit outside of my comfort zone. So I'm constantly... Well, maybe not constantly. I'm occasionally <laughs> pushing pushing the, the boundaries a little bit. Pushing, pushing the comfort zone just to get a little bit more at ease in situations like that. And maybe, sure, a little bit I am. Um, but all throughout the rest of the day and, and, and into today, I'm constantly having those like, Oh, that's stupid. Oh, that was really awkward. Oh, that I hate that. that <laughs> you know, like, I hate that that happened. I'm an idiot. That was... Who says things like that? Or... or, or I, my biggest problem is I always have, like, trouble hearing people in restaurants or at bars or whatever. I don't go to, like, bar bars, but, you know, bars in restaurants. So I'm constantly having to, like, ask people to repeat themselves, which just seems dumb. Especially, like, a bartender who doesn't have the time. They have, like, other customers to get to. I'm like, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I, I'm apparently incapable of hearing more than two sounds at once and being able to parse <laughs> the information I need. Well, I keeps falling. <laughs> yeah, noodle. Oh, that's a sheep. That freaked me out a little bit. You're freaking me out, sheep! So yeah, that was the, that was the old uh, Kurt J. Mac evening for you, in case you're curious. Uh, we're going to get through the end of the day here, and then I can get to some questions. A super-duper generous donation once again from Doc Gratis. That's what brought us up to the 76% from 75%. So we'll get to... Get to that question first and foremost. Look at this bridge we're crossing. Yeah. Careful, Wolfie. Careful, Wolfie. Careful, Wolfie. Well done. Well played. Uh, let's go this way, and we will set up an elevated hidey hole and answer Doc Gratis's question in the morning. Here we go. Bing, bong, boom. Bang. Sleep. And... Awakeness. Whee! Ow! That was a poor choice indeed. That was a poor choice indeed. Half a heart. Down the drain. So yeah, Doc Gratis says and asks, We have all heard your Sean Connery. I am the last one. And some people think you sound like Jeff Goldblum. I don't know about that. I haven't paid attention to Jeff Goldblum's voice too much to uh, to draw comparisons or try to emulate. Do you have other impressions you are good at or phrases you can do? John Wayne, JFK, Johnny Carson? Um, 
Not, not really. Like, not, not that I, like, can say that I do. And even the Sean Connery one is very limited to Dragonheart or whatever that movie was where he says, I am the last one. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, go off the cuff and do a, a Sean Connery saying other words that well. Um, but I don't think I do any other, like, I don't, I, yeah, specifically impersonations. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess I can do, like, the Woody Woodchuck. What are woodchucks, Woo! Wolfie, what are you doing? Okay, this is not a place for you to be. This table wouldn't happen to be made of wood. <laughs> it's a little bit of a, a strange cross between, like, a very happy Smeagol <laughs> and uh, cartoon character sort of thing. It, it's a little bit weird. But, yeah, no no other real, like, I can do just weird voices, but not, not like, direct impersonations of real people. Where, like, people would be like, Whoa, you sounded exactly like him. Not really. I'm not, not an impersonation type of person-nation. <laughs> um, question uh, number two from Doc Gratis. Any games you're looking forward to? Astroneer just came out. Yes, it did, and I just got uh, my copy, and I will be playing that. Um, I, I'll i be playing it on stream, on live stream, and I'll probably... That one's going to be a little bit different. Of course, I have played the Turing Test, and have been uploading that episodically to YouTube. Uh, playing Submerged, and we'll be uploading that episodically to YouTube. I'm not sure how that's going to work with Astroneer, since, to the best of my knowledge, it's not a narrative. It's not a linear narrative. It is a creative exploration sort of game, open world game, open universe game. So I'm not sure. I'd like to, and I probably will, but, I, but I, I'll have to like find some sort of way to do that that makes sense. I'd also like to try out the co-op on that as well. And that part of it, I'm not sure would work live stream wise. I've never, I, I'm still very hesitant and I'm still f trying to find a way to make live streaming co-op games or multiplayer games work. It's not, it's difficult. Unless you're all in the same room together and all on the same stream, like a Mindcrack marathon or some sort of collaborative thing like that. When you have dueling streams or even just two different audiences even, uh, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough genre to crack, I feel. Um, yeah, I'm not, alright, I guess I'll kill this pig, Wolfie. Don't worry about it. I totally... Gave you the go-ahead. So yeah, definitely Astroneer. Um, not sure what else. I really haven't been paying too much attention to new and upcoming releases. I would have liked to play The Last Guardian, but I don't have a PlayStation and I have zero intention of getting a PlayStation, so I have already watched... Uh, playthroughs of that on stream, on Twitch. I mean, even so, I feel like I would still want to play it. 
But yeah, no no PlayStation, no Guardian then for me. Um, yeah, I don't I I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not really interested in the big blockbusters, the new Mass Effects or or, or, or Lasts of Us or, or whatever is coming up soon. I'm not too interested in. So I you know, yeah, I I often like we'll just see a game like that's already released and be like, "Oh, I will try this game then." You know, there's not really much of a I don't have a wish list. I mean, I guess I have like on Steam a wish list of of games that I see that I would like to play that I'm just waiting to be on sale or something like that, but I don't I don't have a looking forward to new releases sort of list if you want to call it that. So, um yeah. Astroneer, which uh, hopefully maybe even be playing today on stream, definitely over the weekend. And, uh, and yeah, thanks, uh, Doc Gratis, for your super duper generous donation to Child's Play Charity. Cone Dodger donated to Child's Play Charity because he had quite the time in the Conelanders League races this month. <laughs> Cohen asks, what is your least favorite chore around the house? As a cat owner, mine is dealing with the feline fecal matter consultant. Oh, being a feline fecal matter consultant. Uh, yeah, that doesn't... That doesn't seem like something I'd be very interested in partaking in. <laughs> um, least favorite chore. Hmm. Hmm. Least favorite chore. I'm trying to think. Probably cleaning the bathrooms. Um, specifically, and I, th I actually think I've, I've even mentioned this before, uh, showers. Cleaning showers, showers and tubs. Probably my least favorite, just because it's so awkward. Unless you get in the shower and or tub, uh, it's really difficult to clean from the outside, and you get a lot of problems with the tile and the grout, and it's just a, a real pain. It requires a lot of elbow grease and, and frustration. So I'll go with that. I'm alright cleaning toilets, I'm alright cleaning sinks and mirrors and things, but I'll have to probably go, go with cleaning showers um, and tubs as my least favorite household chore. There's a lot of household chores I don't really do that often. Like, I don't really dust too often, because there's not a lot of dust to be had around here. Um, I don't ever, like, wash windows um, or anything. It's not something that I feel is a necessity to have, like, crystal clear, clean windows. But then again, also, it doesn't, at least here in Phoenix, it doesn't, it doesn't rain too much. It doesn't snow at all, so we, there's really not much gunk build up on windows regardless. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of outdoor chores, lawn maintenance, landscape sort of stuff. That's that's not something I'm 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 a big big fan of of undertaking. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll that that's the answer I shall go with. That is the answer I shall go with indeed. Woof, woof indeed. OJ773 
asks, I was wondering if you had any thoughts about the ever-increasing automation. You can find AI, drones, or robots that were able to perform duties such as deliver goods, provide legal, provide legal advice, and even write news articles. Do you think that it can lead to a more free time for Americans? This seems like a really in-depth topic that I have not researched. It seems like I might have maybe wanted this to be part of the previous discussion about drones, since he mentioned drones and things like that. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much, to be honest with you. I'm personally somebody who does appreciate the the skills, the, 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 the skilled trades, the skilled, uh, I suppose, workforce. You know, building something with your hands, or, or making, or repairing, or, or whatever stuff with your hands, even if that's not particularly what my job entails at all. Um, so yeah, I think it wouldn't, it might not necessarily be a great thing that everything would become automated. Certainly in that sort of scenario, then it is the, the more intellectual, I suppose, pursuits that would be more more likely to be fulfilled I think which is also probably a good thing we can we can we can free up that time and that 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 mind power I suppose to to tackle more intellectual scientific knowledge pursuits um perhaps so yeah, I, I, I haven't... I, this this seems like something an economist would be better to, to answer. It's, it's not something I think about too much uh, at all. Um, so I'm, I'm probably going to leave it at that, just because I don't... It's not something I think about. <laughs> Sorry, but thank you very much for the donation to Child's Blade Charity. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. Indeedness. Woofness. Woofness. Cosmolius. 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 Whatever. That. That person uh, asks. Yee! Whoa. We've already had one situation where I took damage jumping into water. I should have been a little bit more cautious. If you could observe any naturally occurring phenomenon in the universe in person without any risks, what would it be? Hmm. In the universe. The easy answer is probably a black hole. Of course, observe becomes a bit of a question in that regard since it's a black hole and no light escapes, therefore you really can't directly observe one. Um, and obviously I know going, say, past the event horizon of a black hole, I'm not going to find, like, Matthew McConaughey and the Tesseract in there or anything like that, so I'm not sure what would be learned from it other than to say, I see a black hole. Um, otherwise, then, some sort of supernova or, 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 or something that's 
you know, stuff happens so slow and gradual in the universal scale to see something sudden and instant like that would be an interesting thing indeed, of course. That they're not particularly instant either. There are many stages and uh, the gases have to collapse and expand and, and, and get blown out as gases and dust and light and energy. Um, that happens over the course of many, 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 many years. So you probably one of those, right? It's hard to say, hard to say. But probably one of those things. Ooh, look at this waterfall. I was about to go track this area out, but ooh, wow, that's a that's a waterfall and a half. Well done, Minecraft. Well done indeed. Yikes. This would be a place to build a house. Ah, oh, we gotta make it we gotta make it meet reach the water. <laughs> we gotta. It's gotta be done. Alright, let's we are the erosion mod in this Minecraft build. Alright, I want to try to do this in a way where it all flows down at once. Alright, sorry Wolfie. We're doing science. Geology. Whoop, excuse me. Careful! Terraforming. Right, I gotta give this source blocks. Yay! All right, now let's make this happen. I'm gonna go bam, 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 bam. Oh, that sort of worked. <laughs> that sort of worked. Okay, I guess I'll have to get rid of this. Yeah. Sorta. Of. You know what? Let's, uh... Nope. 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 Water! There it is! Alright, there we go. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Look at it go. Alright, now we need a picture for posterity's sake. Have a seat. I think I'll... Go up on a tripod here this time. Uh, on second thought. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Boop. Oh, perfect. One, one take. One shot. Nice. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. <laughs> See here. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I, apparently, there was a previous dot gratis donation. Uh, the, the the question was on the list, and I I just reach it right now. Uh, dot gratis with a with an earlier donation asked, "Do you think that sometimes people donate less when the total looks symmetrical or orderly?" I worry about it, so enjoy my unusual donation amount. I don't think that makes as big a difference. It does, I feel like, at least the last few seasons, 
nearing the 100% mark. People were going back and forth between making it a palindrome versus making it orderly or all the same numbers or alternating numbers or, or, or breaking the palindrome, breaking the order and then people trying to fix the order. That seems to happen mostly near the end of the fundraiser goal than it does, like, arbitrarily when we're three-fourths done, like, right now. Uh, so I wouldn't worry about it, that's for sure. Because, um, yeah, I think then, then, then when you're reaching the end, that's when more people are paying attention to the goal versus just donating as they please. I think. I'm not sure. I haven't... We have no studies <laughs> from the field on this. But uh, I appreciate both of your donations, and apologies that it took me so long to get to this first one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, much appreciated, my friends. Let's see here. An anonymous donor asks, do you plan ahead for future milestones or events... I'm assuming in Firelands or Bust is what they're referring to. Such as your first death. Knock on wood. Much how the BBC plans months and years ahead for a famous death. For example, the Queen Mother. Is that what you refer to the Queen as? Queen Mother? Sounds kind of weird. <laughs> but, uh... No, I don't, really. I do not plan ahead. I don't plan ahead. People always say, oh, what are you going to do when you reach the Far Lands? Oh, I have no clue. These are not things that I have a script for. I thought this would be a spawner. Uh, these are not things that I have prepared statements or events for. I used to plan for, like, milestones, obviously, when I went to the Nether for episode... 200, 100, 200. Um, when I decided to say for episode 400, get make make pistons. Um, but then again, it, it's been the case recently where I've run out of ideas for those things. But also, it, it's been interesting and serendip serendipitous that Minecraft, the game itself, kind of makes its own plans for us, like the. The golden apple apple of episode 311-ness. I'm like, oh, we got episode 311. I should have something special planned, and I don't. First thing right off the bat. Oh my god, a golden apple! So, there's little little things like that keep happening, uh, which are pretty cool. But I think at this point, and with what duration we have going, if, if we start to make, you know, pretty soon every episode is going to be a milestone episode. Uh, so we're, we're really going to be beating a dead horse there. So I kind of like just taking a gradual approach. You know, some some episodes are, are better than others based on stuff that happens or topics that are brought up, and, and other episodes are just Farlands bust episodes. I, I do kind of feel like the last maybe few episodes have been just, you know, typical, typical Farlands bust episodes. Not, nothing too, nothing too uh, scandalous or scandals, uh, you know, exciting or noteworthy, nothing Farlands or Bus Flashback worthy, uh, but but we're still making progress, that's that's the point. I don't know, maybe my Woody Woodcheck voice will be popular in this episode, I'm not sure. You can never tell until it's out there. 
So yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't make any plans. No plans are made. Um, I think, I think that's where I'll wrap up the questions there. I'm looking through trying to find like an easy one, but none of them seem, none of them seem like quick as the sun sets questions. So I do appreciate, of course, very generously this this episode, Doc Gratis, but but everybody who's able to donate, regardless of the amount, like I said, going towards directly to Child's Play Charity, helping get those books, toys, games, the kids in hospitals around those world, around those worlds, multiple planets, no, around the world, farlandsorbust.com is where you can donate, also where you can learn more about the series, in case you're new and curious, want to learn more about where we're at, where we're going, and how much further we've got to go. That's where that can be learned. Things can be discovered and found and informed upon you. Um, let's see here. Let's get down to the shoreline a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Right here seems like a good spot. Oop. Oop. Into the solid dirt we go. All right, you're gonna have to sit, Wolfie. <laughs> this, this jumping around business ain't gonna ain't gonna work. Where the heck? Yep, whoop, yep. There you go. Perfect. You guard guard this place from those evil cows. Yes, evil. <laughs> oh man. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed this episode of Farlands Bus, regardless of how simple or standard or non. Flashback worthy, it may or may not have been. <laughs> like I mentioned, farlandsbus.com for child's play charity. Uh, make sure, uh, make sure you uh, are subscribed if you're if you're new here. It's always it's always a nice thing to see new new farlanders joining joining the team. I suppose you could say on YouTube here. Also, if you're interested in in checking out what what goes on on the Twitch live streams, it's Twitch.tv slash Mac. Of course, I have been uh, heeding the requests to upload a lot of the streams here to YouTube, so regardless of where you're at, your preferred source of consumption of the Kurt J. Mac content should be uh, well well taken care of, hopefully, and I hope everybody uh, I hope everybody is well taken care of and takes care of each other well. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Our Lands of Bust. Laying on the cheese. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.
this table wouldn't happen to be made of wood.